As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, Obscurians? It's time for another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media. Then we decide if they should be remembered for all of human history or toss in the black void of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me, he's known as the Puerto Rican RoboCop. It's... Uh, it is I, Robo Policia. Uh... <laughs> You have to do it with the lifeless, dead robot voice. Or you could go with the Robo prime director. There, there. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what the um, Spanish dub of RoboCop sounds like. I, uh, so something I'm going to need to look into in my private personal time. No, no, no. I, if, you, if you do look into it, you should definitely uh, bring it to light on a, a future episode. Because I think uh, that would be hilarious. Uh, but... Uh, Listener, viewer, no, it, you're not seeing or hearing things. It's not Robovember, but we love Robocop so much. We thought we'd dip our toe back. Yes, we. We come on. Oh, you know you love it. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, wanted to dip our toe back into the Roboverse and celebrate the holidays at the same time. And uh, lucky, <laughs> lucky for us, I stumbled across uh, this episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando, which is uh, Season 1, Episode uh, 18, O oh, Tannenbaum, whoa, Tannenbaum, uh, what a name. And uh, let's see, we've got the chat uh, stirring already, what's going on? Oh, more, man, this guy does nothing but think of no fear shirts in between episodes, I love it. Hello, Creative KB. Welcome. Yep, Creative Kivy's Corner in the chat. Um, for those that are only listening, you can join us live mm -hmm. uh, on Sundays, almost every Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, usually we're like, eh, between, lately we've been kind of doing it between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. uh, 11.30 Pacific. We should settle on a, on, a, on a time. I think this is. Make it easier for you, but you, we, you the listener, need to cater to us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think this will be a good time, uh, but. Yeah, the last episode of the month will most likely be a pre-tape unless you and I can somehow figure out how to do it in real life. But we will discuss that yeah. off air. Um, so uh, have you ever watched an episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando in your entire life? No, I didn't even know this cartoon existed. Mm -hmm. And when you said that we we're going to watch this, I assumed it was just another episode of the other RoboCop cartoon that we covered during Robovember. Mm -hmm. And I ended up actually watching, uh, the, after I watched this Christmas one, I watched the first two episodes of... Um, Alpha Commando? The, or the original? Yeah, of Alpha Commando. Mm -hmm. And um, the only reason... I, and, and then I realized, oh my god, the first three episodes are like a big three-parter episode. And I was like, I gotta... I gotta move on with my life. <laughs> you know? I can't. I can't watch four episodes of RoboCop Alpha Commando in one day. Um, I love the commitment, though. I, I applaud you. The Obscura Verse applauds you. Yeah. 
And I will say, uh, at least based on those two episodes, those other two episodes, the the tone is the same. The, what? The, wait, the same as the Christmas episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, I thought like, you were... Like, like, obviously, it's not Christmas-themed, but... Yeah, the, the no, first, I... I just mean, like, the vibe. Because this is, a, like, a quippy ro- uh, RoboCop. Uh, you know, he's cracking jokes left and right, throwing mm-hmm. smiles your way. I mean, um, you say jokes with quotation marks, right? Oh, I thought you were going to love his jokes. They were very, like, dad jokish, you know, Saturday morning kind of stuff. So I thought you would like the cheesiness of uh, the jokes. Eh, Well, we'll get into it. I mean, I I prefer, if I have to have a quippy RoboCop, I prefer the comic book version, uh, which, uh, of course, we also reviewed like an episode or two ago of uh, RoboCop Marvel Comics uh, number one. Um, But... uh, are you ready to dive a little, uh, uh, well, uh, I guess I should answer my question. I had never seen an episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando as well. Um, I'm, but I must have, though, because I remember all of like the additional sort of Inspector Gadget stuff. Like You noticed how his like arm extends, like somehow RoboCop... I, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. it's very Inspector Gadget, which, because like, even to the point where like sometimes he'll say... The name of like whatever, well, gadget is mm-hmm. coming out of him. Yeah, whatever, yeah. You know, he, like when he extends his arm, mm-hmm. if he doesn't say it, some computer that's also inside RoboCop says it out loud. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I must have maybe caught like half an episode or something uh, way back yeah, when. A lot of this looked familiar to me, so mm-hmm. I'm, but I, I never watched an episode, so I'm assuming I probably just saw like commercials for it. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of, and. Uh, I mean, I I don't want to run the bumper yet because I don't want to lose our train of thought. But like, all right, so who, what comic book creator uh, style do you think the sort of uh, animation style reminds you of? Uh, based on RoboCop's grotesque body proportions, uh, is it one Mr. R. Liefeld? Don't say his name three times. He'll show up in the chat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I want to keep it anonymous. That's why I didn't use his first name. <laughs> R. Liefeld? No, no, no. They're going to figure that out. Let's call him Rob L. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I, especially the the designs of the uh, the cop uniforms and like their uh, haircut. Uh, yeah, it uh, totally reminded me of one R. Liefeld uh, for I, sure. And I mean, more so because it's like very '90s comic book kind of proportions. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of artists were doing that. And just Rob Liefeld just kind of epitomizes it, you know. For sure. Uh, it reminded me of, uh, remember when we watched a G.I. Joe Extreme? Yeah, I remember watching it. Yeah, I yeah. don't really remember much about it other than I don't think I liked it. No, no, it wasn't good at all. But just the, the animation style is all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, yeah. all right, you ready to dive a little deeper into RoboCop Alpha Commando? Yes, sir. All right. Welcome to your feature presentation. Alrighty, so Robocop Alpha Commando, Season 1, Episode 18, O Tannenbaum, whoa, Tannenbaum, uh, premiered October 15th, 1998, uh, the series itself. Uh, it's just uh, one season, 40 episodes, uh, and here's a synopsis in case you've never watched an episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando. 
After being offline for five years, RoboCop is reactivated in 2030 to help a federal agency called Alpha Division fight a high-tech terrorist organization known as DARK, short for Directorate for Anarchy, Revenge, and Chaos. <laughs> yeah, this is like a division headed up by Andrew Tate, which uh, I found very surprising <laughs> when I watched the first two episodes, his, his Alpha Commandos. Uh... <laughs> right, but I remember uh, um, the the people that G.I. Joe Extreme were going up against, they had like a ridiculous acronym as well. Mm -hmm. uh, this was just the era. I think they had Chaos in their acronym too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, as previously stated, the uh, specific episode we're watching is a Christmas-themed episode called O Tannenbaum, Woe Tannenbaum. And here's a short synopsis for that. It's the Christmas season, and a series of thefts committed by robotic toys is rocking New Detroit. And uh, this is directed by one Larry Houston, and the guy is basically an animation kind of legend. He worked on uh, X-Men, the animated series, uh, the 90s Fantastic Four cartoon, the 80s Karate Kid. And uh, I saw he was the first African-American hired by Filmation Studios as a Saturday morning storyboard artist. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and uh, as for the writers, this was a little hard to figure out because... Um, uh, basically, IMDb and in the credits basically lists anyone who had ever written a, uh, a yeah. RoboCop. Anyone who's ever wandered, wandered into the offices of RoboCop <laughs> Alpha Commando. Anyone who's ever read an Andrew Tate tweet is in the uh, credits. <laughs> you there, janitor, get in here and write me an episode of RoboCop Alpha Commando. It's like, but I don't know how to write. It doesn't matter. Uh, so basically, I just put the executive story editors, who are also the executive producers of RoboCop Alpha Commando, uh, Eric and Julia Luwald, and I'm pretty sure we've heard that name before because they worked on Mummies Alive, which we covered, uh, I think, during October. Um, they also worked on uh, X-Men, the animated series, Gargoyles, Exo Squad, Darkwing Duck, so... They have quite a uh, legacy yeah. uh, behind them in pretty awesome uh, cartoons. Um, and uh, that's pretty much going to do it for me. I guess another sort of uh, little fun fact is like this was the last um, and like the last cartoon done by uh, MGM because um, they had acquired the RoboCop license uh, after buying uh, Orion. And um, mm -hmm. and yeah, that's gonna do it. So, uh, who are some of the uh, voice actors? Please be Frank Welker. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, Frank Welker uh, did not make the cut. I don't think they uh, wanted to pay him. Yeah, uh, I agree. And unfortunately, the credits in RoboCop only tell you <laughs> who played one of the. It only mentions uh, what character was voiced by one of the actors mm -hmm. and the rest is just a list. Um, and it's like that pretty much everywhere. So I'm just going to name a few people that were of note mm -hmm. and a few voices that I recognized myself. Mm -hmm. um, so we do have blue um, and uh, I'm going to butcher this name, even though it's really not that hard. Mankuma. Uh, Mankuma. Yeah. They're good job. Um, thank you. Uh, this guy, and again, another one of these guys whose face you will immediately recognize has been in a ton of things. Um, but never like the leading guy. Um, he's got mostly live action credits, but 
he does have uh, quite a few um, voiceover animated credits uh, as well. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um, 2012, he was in the final cut, um, a, a bunch of things, and he's still going strong today. But the most important one, and though he was absent from the episode we watched, he was in RoboCop the TV series as the Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, Dale Wilson was, uh, I can't remember who he was playing. I, I think he might've been playing the scientist that works for the cops. Uh, but anyways, this guy's been again in a ton of stuff, a lot of animated stuff. I, I know like we've covered other things that he's in. Mm -hmm. He comes up almost as often. I feel like as uh, Frank Welker. Um, then we've got, uh, Campbell Lane, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know who he played in this, uh, but I just recognized him because he's another guy that's been in a bunch of stuff uh -huh. um, that that you just, you know, never know his 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 name. He's never billed. But, yeah, he's mm -hmm. been in like a hundred something things. He's a man with two last IMDb. names. Yes. Um, and outside of. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Dean Hagland was the other person. I wanted to name besides the guy that plays Robocop himself. So Dean Haglin, probably best known from the X-Files. He was Langley. Hmm. Um, and he was also in the uh, spinoff show. So uh, I, I think his, I actually, I think he was playing the scientist. All right. Um, the, and, the scientist's name is Newmeyer. Yes. Uh, who's named after one of the creators of Robocop. Thank you for picking that up. Yes. As is the and, partner here, Nancy. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, you're not the only one with, with some robo-facts. Um, <laughs> I'm robo-amazed. Then, then we've got David Sobolov, who is credited as playing uh, the voice of RoboCop. Mm -hmm. He has done a lot of voiceover stuff, some live-action stuff, too, a lot of Transformers stuff. Um, but, Stephen, most importantly, this man uh -oh. was in one, two, hold on, two, what's going on? Three. Hold on, I, I got to start over. So he's been in five different Star Trek productions. Wow. Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Into Darkness, Star Trek Online. He played a few characters in that video game. Star Trek Enterprise. Um, actually, I, I, it was just those three things. Um, but yeah, we finally got a Star Trek connection. I feel like we've been on a bit of a dry run. It has been a while, so here it comes. Ah! Oh no! We've just entered another... Star Trek Connection. Ah! Oh, I know how that uh, bumper David's... really gets your your boil running, your blood running. It really gets my Sobolov, <laughs> Sobolovin. Uh, but this guy, David Sobolov, man, have you seen a picture of him? I'm looking at it right now. He His looks head is gigantic. He looks like Thanos or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm -hmm. The 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 skull on this man. Um, anyways, I just thought I should, uh, <laughs> Watch shame out, him everyone. for something he has no control over whatsoever. His skull will, will rule us all. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, shall we get into, uh, RoboCop oh, potentially saving Christmas? Yes, there is a uh, one name, uh, that, you know, we have to, uh, reference. I have no idea what he does. Uh, there isn't even a picture for him. Long John Baldry. I hear he was the fluffer on RoboCop uh, Alpha Commando. Yeah. He had to keep old Sobolov's loft a Sobol. 
if you get my drift, and I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, that guy did a bunch of uh, animated stuff. Okay, um, <laughs> why? Why is he long, John Baldry though? I, th- I don't know, but I will say his second credit is called The Chastity Belt. No. So I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Checking my Cinemax database. Uh... And he must have been young because he plays uh, a character named Little John. <laughs> so he wasn't quite a long John. <laughs> I hear he's going to die real soon because he's really tall, this long John Baldwin. Well, you know, Steve, I am concerned about you uh, <laughs> oh, with, your, with your height. Look what I did. I can't help it, Steve. <laughs> I can't help that shorter people. There was a study conducted. With millions of points of, it actually looked at millions of deaths, and I can't. It's just the facts, baby. <laughs> Statistically speaking, I will outlive you. Yeah, we'll we'll see it. We'll see about that. I think, if anything, it sounds like I'll see about. What's that. gonna do you in is your uh, overconsumption of alcohol. <laughs> I think. Ah oh, man, I've cut way way back. Oh, though. have you? Well, yeah, those were the days. All right, well, let's yeah, uh, just get high now. I mean, it is the preferred way of altering one's consciousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we do have before we get started. I do want to say hello to Paisley Boxers in the chat. So this is just the right topic for a Sunday. Sure. Yeah. Make sure you tell um, your pastor all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if your pastor is part uh, machine. Yeah. Oh, um, man, that'd be so awesome. I'd show up to church right? every Sunday. Robo pastor. Yeah. <laughs> At all rise, let's say the Lord's Prayer. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. What's up? You know, Creative Cami had mentioned in the chat that he was hoping that this was like a Robo Beach Baywatch ripoff cartoon, and it, it got me thinking, like, how awesome would it have been if RoboCop would have been in a Baywatch Nights episode, or, since they were doing like RoboCop crossovers with other stuff at the time, right? Or like, no, all right, let's let's say how they would actually do it. I mean, since it's Baywatch Night's second season and they probably have like half the budget, they're just going to make up their own version. It'll be like uh, Super Force or like Mitch would just be like, oh, no, it's Robo Guy because they don't want to pay the rights. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Mitch gets Mitch for those that for those that don't know is David Hasselhoff's character mm-hmm. in Baywatch. Uh, like maybe Mitch, what's the little like floaty thing that they have? The little orange floaty. Oh, thing I know what you're talking people, about. Like, I don't know the right, like term. the life preserver or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, like he gets hit by an errant life preserver and now he's got to become like part machine. Oh, of course. Uh, Mitch would have to be the RoboCop stand in. Yeah, Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Robo Mitch. Oh man. And then, um, they could bring back, uh, Sean to be his robo sidekick. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And you, and you know, like it would be like an awful, like, uh, pun title like batteries not included or something would be the name of the episode <laughs> anyways robo lifeguard oh man this yeah this is going into a tiktok for sure all right yeah so- edit this out this is going to be a pitch <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> steal our ideas uh people especially we're going uh- straight to tubi with this one yeah <laughs> i don't want any u- other youtube channels stealing our ideas either wink wink uh all right so here we go all right, the most important thing we need to talk about, Yehel, before we get into the episode, is uh, the RoboCop theme uh, starts off. And, you know, mm. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Are there any lyrics that you can remember from the opening? Oh, yeah. Robo- I remember all the lyrics, actually, to this song. Oh, uh, it starts off with RoboCop, and it says RoboCop about, <laughs> I don't know, 58 <laughs> times before there's a random, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like it's thrown in there for some reason. Like I was like, is there a Twix commercial or whatever playing in the background? 
going it's Ferris on? Bueller. He's showing up. And, uh, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Like it's one random, oh, yeah. yeah. And then it just keeps saying, like singing Robocop. Uh, over like, and, and over again. Like a chorus is basically singing yeah, Robocop. Yeah, I, I feel like they didn't, they were going to add lyrics and this was just placeholder melody, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, but they were like, fuck it, just go with this. Well, this is how I see it going. Like, so. <laughs> They have all the RoboCops in there. They have the chorus, and like uh, one of the uh, I don't know producers comes in, and it's like, "This is pretty good, but needs a little edge." And then one guy's like, "Oh, I got it. Oh yeah, the, oh, <laughs> print it. It's good to go." It's so nineties. Uh, yeah. Well, by the way, I love that in the uh, Obscuratron for those that are watching uh, that you included a little uh frame of when robocop is wearing the giant like snowman outfit. oh yeah gosh that was <laughs> so uh, ridiculous yeah for sure um yeah but i will say i like uh the before the chorus kicks in and even when the chorus kicks in i mean it's not the worst thing in the world i like the the opening like there's a pretty cool bass line at the beginning uh however did it make you think of the uh 90s iron man cartoon i don't know if you ever watched that like when because in the very beginning they show like someone like hammering robocop's armor out or something like that like did it make yeah 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 Yeah, kind of it was was pretty similar to that uh the theme i will say it's like like it's not bad Mm -hmm. but it's it's not very memorable either no and um I don't know. It's very safe. It's very 90s. Yes. It, it's fine. I wonder if uh, the same person who wrote the Ultra Force theme wrote this RoboCop theme. Because remember, <laughs> that one just says Ultra Force over and over again. But there's no, oh, yeah. And that's why they failed. All right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the theme starts, whatever. Uh, all right. It ends. And now we are looking at old Detroit, an exterior shot of old Detroit. And it's snowing. Uh, there are some uh, floating droids um, flying by, and they're basically yeah. They're, they're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're like giant blimps that mm-hmm. have like giant screens, and it's nonstop advertising in the air, mm-hmm. and it's very loud, very obnoxious. And I and I thought like, man, this really does feel prophetic in a way because <laughs> there's like I, I'm not one of those people that like constantly complains about ads, especially mm-hmm. for like free content because sure. it's like. You know, some someone's got something's got to pay the bills. Right. So I don't really mind there being some ads for paid content by any means, mm-hmm. but like ads lately, like on websites, have gotten like crazy out of control. Oh yeah, you, and yeah, um, especially on. I know you pay for a YouTube subscription, but trying to watch a ten-minute YouTube video on a Roku TV, <laughs> it feels like it takes forever. There's like a commercial every like five minutes or three, three, two yeah. minutes. If you well, like. I mean, I will say that I mean, you can blame the video creator for that because they can choose like where those mid roll ads uh, pop in. They don't really have any control about the front and uh, uh, last ads. But yeah, right. mid roll ads, if it's a monetized channel, I mean, you can control that. So sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, that, but that is but there are like a lot of, you know, channels that are uh abusing that and popping in you know every couple minutes mm-hmm. uh i think but anyways it just kind of made me think about that and i was like happy that at least this cartoon did lean into a little bit of the satirical mm-hmm. commentary uh of uh the movies and that is like pretty much the the most you're gonna get of that here in the opening 
Um, it's also, uh, it reminds me of, um, like any Marvel 2099 comic book they may have read in mm. the early nineties. Yeah. Um, especially the look. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, the funny thing is, is that there's actually a reason for them showing these, uh, things that, I mean, it, I mean, there's, it serves two purposes, like Eziel said to like, sort of set the tone of the su- sort of satirical, like over commercialized uh, future, but they also show up later. We'll get to them in a second. Um, so yeah, there's your typical annoying, like floating looking R2D2 guy. And then there's a blimp showing a perfume ad, which really doesn't, it's just to tell you that there's a department store nearby. Uh, and then there's oh, the perfume ad was kind of, was kind of funny though. It like was. the perfume ad was like, Oh, this will bring out the animal in your lady. <laughs> yeah. I bet you like that. Um, and yeah. And then there's a giant floating Santa's uh, sleigh that uh, once again advertises this uh, department store. And now we're inside Robo's squad car, and uh, RoboCop's partner is driving. Her name is Mance- Nancy Miner, uh, named at, as you hell said earlier, named after one of uh, RoboCop's creators. And she is raging at traffic, uh, basically. And uh, then we get uh, a quippy RoboCop. I mean, basically, he just talks like a regular person, just with a robot voice now. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. And uh, RoboCop thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, the writers think they're hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I'm just like, wow, RoboCop is talking way too much. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it was definitely a little weird. Uh, RoboCop is like right off the bat, he makes some joke about because because she's complaining. Uh, what's her name again? The detective's Nancy. name? Uh, Nancy. Nancy is complaining about like there the traffic because there's so many people doing Christmas shopping mm-hmm. late or whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, and then RoboCop's like, oh, you mean like you? Yeah. Because <laughs> like right. You know, so right off the bat, like the first or second thing he says is like a, a little quip, a little joke, mm-hmm. or whatever. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be the quippiest RoboCop because every RoboCop thing that we've watched or read since November, he's progressively gotten like quippier." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I who my question for you here is a who should be driving because like Nancy is driving and obviously she's getting very upset. Like, shouldn't the million dollar cyborg who's like you know programmed to do everything perfectly shouldn't he be driving i don't know well maybe uh she likes to uh well if they come across some crime this will allow robocop to get out the car faster all right all right i'll i'll take it (laughs) so uh now we're inside the department store uh the manager is complaining that the elevators aren't working and that the all the customers are getting robbed uh, there was a, a shopper, I guess you could just call her like Karen 2099. She, uh, assaults, uh, the Sarge <laughs> and everyone's like perfectly okay with it basically. And, uh, I mean, yeah, basically that whole scene is just to show that there's a uh, chaos at the, the department store. Right. I don't think there's really anything else, uh, to, uh, to mention from that scene. Uh, can you think of anything? No, no, that's pretty much it. All right. And then now we're at the, you know, every every RoboCop incarnation has a, a RoboLab scene. And uh, we are at that. And uh, Newmeyer is there and Nancy. And uh, basically, they're just uh, talking about, like, what they're going to have to go do. And at one point, RoboCop is reading a paper file. 
and that that just like killed me because i i'm just like when has robocop ever read anything like with his eyes like i i hated it what what do you think i mean i don't know i I didn't really mind, but, uh, you know, you, you obviously, you, you have a little bit more affection for RoboCop as a character than I do anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little bit more serious about your Robo fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is like a kid's cartoon. Um, so I was like, uh, this is fine. I didn't really mind that much. But the other one was a kid's cartoon also, you hell. And he acted more the way RoboCop is supposed to act in that one. I know, and and I almost feel like this is the better way to go for the kids' cartoon because, like, it it, it was like the other cartoon that we watched, which was an earlier for those that uh, are aren't aware, it was an earlier RoboCop cartoon. It was like kind of trying to have it both ways in a way mm-hmm. at times, you know. Where this RoboCop cartoon, it really doesn't take itself seriously at all. No, definitely not. Uh... And, uh, yeah, so where are we here? Um, basically, the sergeant tells Robo and Nancy they have to go uh, undercover. Uh, first, uh, we've got uh, Sasquatch, Sasquatch and Time has joined the chat. Thanks for showing up, old, old Sashy. I don't know if you want to be called that or not, but there you go. The Satch Man. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, they're basically being told by Sarge that... I call him the Quatch. The Quatch. Ah, oh, that's way worse. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is a Quatch, I'm anyway? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, yeah, Sarge tells uh, RoboCop and Nancy they have to go undercover at the mall to figure out who's robbing all the customers because, obviously, that is the most important thing going on in new Detroit City, like people getting robbed. If that was going on over here in California... You know who they would send? Nobody, because that's who they've been sending lately. I don't know if you've uh, heard, <laughs> but they've... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so cut two. We're back at the, the mall. RoboCop is dressed as a snowman, and Nancy is basically... Well, because well, they were like... Well, before that, they were like, oh, well, we're going to go to the mall and be inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, RoboCop, how are you going to like not be noticed? You know, you're, you're, you're RoboCop. And he goes... Don't worry, leave it to me. And uh, <laughs> your RoboCop so just implies that RoboCop, yeah. like already, because he's huge. He mm-hmm. he is like way wider than any human being that's ever been created. Right. So this implies that RoboCop already had this like snowman costume somewhere, <laughs> uh, ready to go. I uh, this is my secret fetish. Nancy to be a <laughs> yeah instead of a furry he's a snowy I was gonna say Steve, a but... snowmosexual um but uh, oh okay you yeah know, that works too either or <laughs> uh so someone steals Nancy's uh, shopping bag and I guess it's got like a tracker in it or something RoboCop leaps into action and he's like I almost have you I've got you and he grabs Grandma and then he like uh, grabs the the bag from grandma and inside it is a uh, an elf basically you know your typical santa's elf elf um and uh and he squirts robocop with i guess oil or ink on his visor and uh, let's hope yeah <laughs> and then robocop <laughs> then follows him to like a different area of the mall and there's oh, oh, oh you forgot that robocop pushes like a button and like this voice which is, I think, the first time we hear the computer within mm-hmm. RoboCop says, uh, 
windshield wipers activate something like that yeah. and like these little like wipers like wipe away like the uh the oil from uh, the, his visor which i was i was just like oh god this is this this is kind of like the first hint i think at the inspector gadgetness mm. or there might have been something earlier actually right but. uh so uh, i definitely felt that as well uh, I don't know. For some reason, it didn't surprise me, I guess, since I had seen, uh, you know, half an episode however many years ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he follows him into a gang of elves uh, who attack him. So if you've ever wanted to see RoboCop fight some Christmas elves, uh, this is this is where you get it. And... Um, I could t- already I could tell like the you know the writer and they're like robot elves yes. or something yeah yeah uh, and I could tell the the writers were just having having some fun with this one uh, snickering as they probably uh, wrote it out uh, but uh, Robo throws each and every elf against the wall and they sort of just stop working I guess but then mm-hmm. um, I. I can't remember if this happens. Uh, I guess he gets to like one last one and the elf like points to all the kids watching a uh, RoboCop, like smash all of Santa's elves against the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was kind of funny. It was very uh, reminiscent of the Roddy Piper episode that we reviewed. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And at some point, I don't know if it's here or not, but RoboCop says something like, uh, Oh great! I'm the RoboCop that destroyed Christmas, or something. Oh like yeah, that. I wrote I wrote that down. Um, it's uh, yeah, that line I will admit is uh, pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> well, and then after this, like they end up while you're looking for that line, they end up at the back at the station in the lab, and they're talking about the robotic elves. And RoboCop <laughs> says, uh, and I'm assuming this is meant to be a joke since he very easily took care of them. He says. I almost died fighting those yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. See, it's stuff like that that I don't know. I feel like maybe they they think see they turned RoboCop into a joke. Like that's what I don't like. Um but maybe I'm just being too critical. Anyway, we'll talk about it at the end. Um so where were we? All right. Um Robo makes store manager makes the so uh, the lab guys open it, and uh, so Sergeant calls for uh, uh, Robo and Nancy. RoboCop says that the store's footage has been edited, um, and uh, they go to leave. And but then there's a oh yeah, so Robo and Nancy go to leave to go um, talk to the sergeant. But there's a giant present uh, on the uh, the doorstep of the lab, and they open it. And uh, Newmeyer, he opens it, and it's uh, this woman whose name is Shivana, who I guess is a regular villain from the show. Um, he, right. She gets out and kisses uh, Newmeyer, the lab tech, and says that she was released from prison on uh, uh, good behavior. Uh, what do you think about Shivana's voice? I actually really liked the voice acting for Shivana. And uh, also she implies she's like, oh, I got out for good behavior, early for good behavior, mm. if you know what I mean. <laughs> and I want to show you how good I can be. She says something like that, to, implying she was like banging the cops. Oh, yes. Uh, Shivana uh, is a very sexually charged uh, individual, as we're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually really liked uh the performance of the voice actor for i mean it it graded on me for a while but i guess for a villain it's like not the worst thing in the world it's kind of supposed to be sure she's supposed to be like 
I don't know, an annoying, like, nerdy woman villain, I guess. Um, and I'd uh-huh. say uh, pulls it off uh, quite well. Um, she also looks, to me, suspiciously suspiciously like Janine from the real Ghostbusters. Do you think they kind of look alike? Yeah, I got that, too. Mm, yeah. I'm glad yeah. I'm not the only one. Um, yeah, so now we're at the mall. And, of course, there's chaos all in the mall. Uh, RoboCop asks the store manager who made the elf dolls. And he says it's the same company who installed their security system. And, uh, and yeah, this is when RoboCop says, uh, oh, actually, I think this is different than the one you were quoting. RoboCop goes, back to my new job, public destroyer of Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah. the line. That's the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I mean, I will admit that is funny. Like that was pretty mm-hmm. funny. And um, so I, I guess uh, some more chaos erupts. There's a robot deer that runs amok, and then we get to see more of uh, Inspector Gadget RoboCop here as he shoots a lasso out of his wrist and hog ties the robot deer. What do you think about RoboCop and his cowboy shit here? <laughs> yeah i mean like like you said i think i think it's just the writers like trying to have some fun by putting robocop in like these weird wacky Mm -hmm. situations with uh christmas crap but uh i mean it's fine um there's some quip he makes too about the deer that i can't remember Mm -hmm. uh that wasn't as funny but (laughs) so uh meanwhile shivana continues to sexually harass newmeyer back at the robo lab uh she looks on a computer and sees that uh, Robo has locked in on the deer signal. Um, did I get something wrong here? I, or I guess like the the deer has led him um, to the. Uh... Yeah, Robo Robocop says something to the deer where he's like, "Oh, I need your something processor for something else." So there is something he got from the deer. Yeah. So that they'd then be able to like track down. Right. So basically, guess, the like... deer is like make and model, and yeah, and that leads a uh, RoboCop to the um, the lab where these things were made. But uh, meanwhile, <laughs> gosh, Shivana just turns into like an apex predator here. Um, she sends um, Newmeyer to go do something. Like, and previously he had brought out cocoa for them. She drugs his cocoa, then he drinks it and faints, and you know. As they cut away, I mean, you know, we just have to assume that she just took advantage. It was the implication. That's the implication. <laughs> 100% the implication. Why is that okay in 1998? Oh, my God. Oh, man. She's been in prison for a yeah. while, man. She's got her needs. <laughs> she wanted some of that new new Meyer, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Shivana then reveals a bomb and a pie, and then Robocop and Nancy go to the factory where the elves were made. They see Shivana and and Newmeyer is tied up. It's your basically, you know, basic sort of villain versus hero scenario. Uh, she turns on the lights and sends the elves after uh, Nancy and Robocop. Uh, Nancy then goads Shivana to basically monologue her plan so RoboCop can record her, which, man, they've you Yeah, RoboCop makes a joke. Well, I think she just starts monologuing it, mm-hmm. and RoboCop's like, oh, enter, record, you know, confession, yeah. fa- like, <laughs> villain's confession phase or something like that. Like, he makes a joke about 
about the trope. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, and uh, I appreciate it, actually. And uh, yeah, basically. Oh, well, what I want to know from you, can you explain to me? I mean, I've got it all written down here, so I know it. Can you explain to me Shivana's plan that she then monologues? I don't even remember what the plan was exactly. What wasn't it like that they were distract? Oh, oh, I do remember. So basically, online shopping is on the decline. <laughs> is what's happening. Yes, yes. And so her plan—I guess she was hired by some evil online shopping companies—and uh, the plan is to make shopping in person so chaotic, so stressful that people just go back to online shopping. So I guess Jeff Bezos is like the real villain here. <laughs> right? Man, this was the most uh, convoluted plan I've ever heard. Uh, almost, maybe not ever, but I was like, wow, that's so, uh, man, you're like, you go to start at A, end up at C to get back to B. It's it's correct. But you know what? M much like the crazy advertising in the beginning mm -hmm. that we were talking about, uh, you know, I, I kind of liked the it poking fun at, you know, capitalism. Sure. And it, it, it felt like something it, it is convoluted and it, and it is nonsensical as most, you know, Saturday morning kids cartoon villain plots tend to be. But I like that it was in the vein of that satirical commentary that uh, you'd see in the Robocop movie. So I'll give him that. I agree with you. I just uh, I just think it's odd that they would assume that in the future online shopping would be down when it's only gonna get you know better and better as time goes on um but well steve this is this show takes place in 2030 so we don't know this could be a window into uh our future wow and, and what is that a whole like seven years away you think we're gonna have a yeah maybe maybe like shopping in person will be will make a comeback you know it's like what's old is new <laughs> well i mean i i would say there's still plenty of shopping around here, but this is a a major city. I mean, in my mom's small town, like their their mall is uh, not doing that great. But anyway, uh, so RoboCop and Nancy, they basically unload on these uh, robotic elves. Uh, and then a robot snowman throws snow at RoboCop and RoboCop melts him with uh, a flamethrower, basically. Yeah, um, kind of funny. I don't know. Very, very cartoony. Um, Shivana takes way over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, which, of course, we all know that's like RoboCop's M.O. all the way from RoboCop one. I mean, at least he didn't shoot the snowman yeah. in the dick. Like, I mean, that was always a possibility. Right. Uh, Shivana takes Newmeyer to the roof. Robo and Nancy follow. RoboCop jumps through a window <laughs> like that was uh that was weird what what did you think about that where and like nancy yeah no i agree it, it was it was weird but not as weird as the way that they catch up to um siobhan in a second yeah. uh so she threatens to siobhan threatens to throw newmeyer off the roof uh but he wins her over by saying he's an outcast too and that he actually uh, loves her uh what an odd relationship but uh you know whatever and I don't think we've – I can't remember if you mentioned it, Steve, but Siobhan, one of the things that she was in prison for was trying to kill RoboCop and this doctor guy that she's, like, in love right, with. but Newmeyer is so desperate. He's okay with it. <laughs> he was – Yeah, he says, I forgive you. Uh, by the way, um, isn't it a little weird that they took the two characters uh, named after the creators of RoboCop and had them hook up? <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're uh, poking fun at um, Ed Newmeyer and um, and the – I can't remember what Miner is for. Mr. Miner. Yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're just really, really good friends. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, basically he wins her over or at least distracts her by saying he loves her. Then uh, Shivana calls. Uh, she's got like a remote control or something. The floating droid that we saw from the beginning of the movie or movie, the TV show. So there you go. The old Chekhov's gun is back in effect. And uh, Robo then uses his cable arm to grab a ride on the Santa droid that they showed at the beginning of the show. Then the two droids battle it out. Were you getting um, BattleBots vibes from this scene? Because I was. I wasn't, but I could definitely see how you could. I feel yeah. like they were... And by the way, the, 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 the advertising slave was so big because like once RoboCop and Nancy end up like on the the advertising sleigh blimp mm-hmm. thing. They are basically like what would you say like a fifth or a four, maybe like a sixth the size yeah. of it. It's basically like like the size of a two story house, right? Or almost like mech, like Robotech or Gundam. Maybe not Gundam size. Yeah, it was so yeah, weird because it's because of the beginning we didn't have anything to judge its size from because they're just floating around in front of, uh, you know, right. skyscrapers and stuff. So, yeah, I thought they were much smaller at first. And then when they got on there, I was like, whoa, wow, that is a big like, robot, like Santa droid, like basically. Um, so they turned, uh, uh, I don't know, Robocop says something that made me feel like he was Ned Flanders for a second. Um, but, uh, Anyway, both droids crash into the department store. Robo turns Shivana over to the other cops. And uh, I don't know, there's some sort of quip from Nancy at the end about shopping or the holidays or something. And they pretty much walk out into the sunset. And that is it. Um, Anything else to add on the ending there? No, I mean, you pretty much hit it. There's not a lot to the story. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm ready to render. Oh, wow. I, okay then. Here we go. All right. Um, Robo Velasquez. What is it? Robo Policia Velasquez. Um, do you think... Uh, yes. That uh, RoboCop Alpha Commando Season 1, Episode 18. Oh, Tannenbaum. Whoa, Tannenbaum should be uh, remembered for all of human history or tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Um, So I, I didn't really have high expectations from this. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, like I said at the beginning of the show, I ended up watching two more episodes. This is so stupid. <laughs> the show is so dumb um, that I actually enjoyed it. Um, and I'm actually going to give it a remember, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. I see the disgust on your face, or the, the robo disgust on your face. You, sh- you shortists are always liking crap like RoboCop <laughs> Alpha Commando. Uh, well, as a, as a member of the, the tall elite, um, like RoboCop himself, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I I didn't like it. Like the the tone was too cartoony. I prefer the tone of the original cartoon 
which felt more like the, uh, you know, like the movies. This to me felt like Disney's like MCU, basically like too much comedy. And um, I like the, the over the topness of the original cartoon. And this has that, but maybe in more of like a Looney Tunes kind of inspector gadget sort of way. It's not the worst thing in the world, um, but I think it deserves like a positive stalemate. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that maybe not obliterated, but here we go, stalemate. It's just in those pathetic podcasters known as Obscurity Now have once again rendered a verdict of no contest. That's right, a stalemate. They've wasted everyone's time. They are just as lazy as Congress and twice as corrupt. Boo, I say, tar and feather them. Get out the guillotine. Boo to stalemate and boo to Obscurity Now. All right, and that is RoboCop uh, Alpha Commando. I think uh, this was the only piece of RoboCop media that didn't get a remembered. Really? Yeah, if I remember correctly. I mean, because we love Prime Directives. Uh, we both like the TV show and the comic and um, and their other cartoon as well. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for some yeah. reason I thought I didn't like the car- the other cartoon, but... Um, well, I, I guess I'm a bigger RoboCop fan than you are. Uh, I'm more accepting of RoboCop in all his forms. <laughs> so you're a full-on robosexual is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about something else or should we get out of here? Uh, I mean, I, I think we can get out of here. Well, um, I, I but would... I do want to. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you want to talk about something? Okay. Yes, I do. Oh, go ahead. I want to talk about Black Adam. <laughs> it uh, it showed you have Netflix, right? Well, what what a, what a timely uh, topic. To yeah, up. well, I mean, hey, you know, people are free to watch movies, especially uh, failed blockbusters, whenever they feel like it, and it happened to uh, show up on um, on Netflix. And there was just yeah. nothing to watch, basically. So I put it on, and it works. If you, it's actually a backdoor Justice Society movie. Did you know that? Did you know the Justice Society was in there? Uh, no, I haven't watched it. I did see that it came up on Netflix, and I almost put it on because I was. More, I'm morbidly curious. You about should. The movie. It's surprisingly fun. It's really uh, over the top, uh, sort of pulpy. It reminds me of like a DuckTales episode because it takes place in. <laughs> Hold on, let me. That's how they should have advertised it. Well, Black Adam starring The Rock. It'll remind you of DuckTales. We'll see. The problem is, all right, The Rock got in there with his ego and it had to be all about him. I mean, nobody knows about Black Adam or the Justice Society. But the Justice Society is are the heroes in this, basically. And they've got Hawkman in there, uh, Dr. Fate, played by uh, Pierce Brosnan, friend of the show, who, even though he doesn't know it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, the rest of the Justice Society suck, but those guys were great. And, uh, anyway, it reminds me of a DuckTales episode because they go to this, you know, foreign city with a made-up name that doesn't actually exist and uh, basically get into a wacky adventure. There's like a treasure that they find. Um, and I don't know, I, I would be interested in your thoughts. I think, did, is anyone in the chat watched Black Adam? I'm just curious if I'm the only one in the world who actually liked it. 
Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually, I, I think you're the only person I know that has watched it, or at least uh, admitted to it. Uh, <laughs> well, the problem is that The Rock was kind of the worst thing about it. He's trying to be all stoic and stuff, and then it ends up just really being kind of boring. But the rest, everybody else is hamming it up real nice. I think, I think it'll sit real nicely on, on your palate. You'll you'll mm, savor mm, the the pulpy cheesiness of it all. Yeah, well, I, I do like it when Pierce Brosnan hams it up. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe I'll check it out. But uh, I, I think what made me not watch it is like, I think it was like two and a half hours long or something like that. I was like, oh yeah, I mean, I you know, I was not interested at all. Um, when it came out, it just looked like, cause I'm pretty much over superhero movies anyway, even though I still tried to watch them from time to time. Uh, but, uh, it was surprisingly fun. I, uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah. and it's two hours and five minutes. I apologize. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it... watch out. The rock's going to come up and correct you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe I'll give it a watch one of these days. All right. Well, I think that is pretty much it for the show. Uh, thank you everyone who showed up in the live chat and, uh, and anyone else who, uh, is listening after the fact, thank you for staying subscribed and, uh, supporting obscurity. Now, uh, anything else to add you hell before we sign off here? Uh, no, I'm ready to go. All right. Well, uh, join us next Sunday as we'll be watching a non-RoboCop-related Christmas something or other. Um, We are going to figure it out as soon as we sign off here. So uh, we will uh, see you next Sunday as we continue to unearth more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. See ya. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.